Hi everybody, this is part one of a two-part series on overcoming procrastination. I know you're going to enjoy it. Sit back and listen well. Hi and welcome. My name is Dr. Paul Toot. I want to welcome you to our podcast today, The Art of Living Well Daily, where our goal is to inspire, motivate, and educate you on ways to achieve your goals and dreams faster and more efficiently than you ever thought possible. Well, guys, today we have a topic that I know you're going to love. It is the topic that a lot of you have been asking for, and frankly, it's a topic that the majority of us have a problem with. And the topic that we're going to be talking about is ways in which we can overcome procrastination. Now, procrastination is one of those biggies, you know, it's one of those things that get in our lives and it's sort of, it's insidious. We don't even know it's happening until we look back and wow, our goals aren't being achieved. We're not where we thought we would be. We're looking over life and saying, what is going on? I don't know what's going on right now. Those are the things that get in our way. And today we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about ways in which you're going to be able to overcome that monster on your back that we all know and call procrastination. Well, you may be asking, Dr. Toot, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get rid of procrastination? Well, my friend, I have the answer for you. Today we're going to talk about four things that we're going to be focusing on that's going to eliminate procrastination in your life if you follow these skills. All right, the first one is setting realistic goals. The second tip is how we can create an environment for success. And the third tip is how do we remain focused? And of course, as always, we have a bonus that we will tap in there, Dan. So please stick around so you can get that bonus information that we're going to be sharing. So let's get started. Setting realistic goals. How do you set realistic goals? Well, one of the things you have to do before you even start is you need to begin a self-assessment. Before you begin anything, you need to start with a self-assessment. You need to know where you are as an individual. What is it that you want? What is it that you're trying to achieve? You need to look at your qualifications, your qualities, your weaknesses, your strengths. Do a full, complete self-assessment. This is when you got to get really honest with yourself. This is when you got to sit down and you have to really, you know, like they say, warts and all. You're not trying to impress anybody. You want to know, okay, I have to achieve a goal. This goal is in front of me. Where am I? What do I have? Is it achievable? Are there skills that I need to obtain in order to achieve this goal? These are some of the things that you should be doing when you want to do a true and honest self-assessment. Setting realistic goals also requires you to know the tools that are necessary and know the tools that you have at hand. Now, a lot of people want to set realistic goals, but they don't have the tools to achieve those realistic goals. So the reality is you're not going to achieve the goals that you have in mind if you don't have the equipment or the tools necessary to make that goal a reality. So you need to know what is it that you have. 
let's say you want to go out and you want to say, well, I'm going to drive around the neighborhood for the next 20 minutes. Simple goal, right? We use that as an example. You want to drive around the neighborhood for the next 20 minutes. What tools would you need to do that? Well, the first one comes to mind is you probably would need to have a vehicle. You would need to have a vehicle. And more so than a vehicle, if you are the driver in that car and you're not just a passenger, you are a driver in that car, you need to have the skills to be able to drive that car. If you're in a new environment, you may need to have a map to be able to know how to maneuver around the area which you want to drive. Now, let's say, on the other hand, you look around and you don't have a car, and it's a new environment and you don't have a map, or you don't know how to drive. That goal probably is not realistic at this point in time. Now, that's not to say that you can't obtain those things to make that goal realistic in the future, but right now, that goal is not a realistic goal for you right now. There are things that you need to do before you can have that goal as something that is realistically achievable at this time. The other thing that you need to do when you're setting realistic goals is you need to know the estimated time to completion. This is important, guys. A lot of people get frustrated simply because they do not know how long it's going to take. I once heard a saying that we overestimate what we can achieve in a year and underestimate what we can achieve in five years. And that is true. Many people, and I know if you close your eyes right now and you think about your friends and family members that said they are going to do X, Y, and Z as a New Year resolution. In their mind, they probably think they're going to achieve that goal within three months. And that's even good for some people. Some people think they're going to achieve their goals within three weeks, much less three months. But realistically, that goal may need more effort than it takes to achieve it in three months. An example that comes to mind is one that is so common. It's the ability to lose weight. A lot of people at the beginning of the year set goals that they are going to lose weight. And a lot of them, based on statistics, 81% of Americans give up on their goals by the month of March. 81%. Is it because they lack enthusiasm? No. Is it because they were bad people? No. Is it because they didn't have the tools at hand? Maybe not. But a lot of them get frustrated because they don't have a realistic estimate on when that goal will be completed. So because it's not happening quick or soon enough, they give up. So I want you now, as one of those who are in the top 10%, one of those who want to master the art of living well, one of those who are trying to craft a life that is extraordinary, I want you before you make any goals, sit down and realistically think, how long is this going to take? Because I don't want you to fall trap to frustration, especially frustration that can be avoided simply by planning appropriately and properly. The other step in setting realistic goals, you need to be able to count the costs. I think right there next to not estimating the correct time 
right next to that is a lot of individuals don't estimate the amount of cost that a particular goal is going to have for them. Now, some of you may say, well, cost, are you talking about financial? That's one cost. But there's also emotional cost. There's also time cost. There's also health cost. All of these things are costs. Relationship cost. I mean, you need to sit down and think about what is this thing going to cost me? I want to achieve this goal in my life. I have this dream that I want to accomplish. But what is it going to cost me? You know, J. Paul Getty once said, success is easy. You need to determine which area you want to be successful in. And then you need to count the costs. And you need to make up your mind that you're going to pay the costs. That, my friend, is wisdom. So I want you to count the costs on the goals that you have in front of you. Look at it realistically. Maybe you need to pull it back a bit. Maybe you need to dial it down a bit. Maybe doing something every day may not be in your best benefit if you want to make it to completion. Maybe you need to look at the time available and to avoid frustration, set realistic realistic uh, goals for yourself. So now moving right along, how to avoid procrastination. So we, we have the goal setting. We're setting realistic goals. We're setting goals that we know we can achieve because we have gone and we have, we have done a self-assessment. We have looked at the tools that are required and we know what tools we have on hand. We have a realistic estimation on when our goal is going to be completed and we've counted the costs. So now the other step in avoiding procrastination, my friend, is we need to create an environment for success. You need to create an environment in which you are going to have the best possible opportunity of being successful. How do we do that? The first thing I want you to do is you need to set yourself in a frame of mind of completion. You need to be in a frame of mind where you know you are going to get this done. Now, what I mean by that? I mean, you need to tell yourself, I am starting this to complete this. I'm not going to just do this to see if it's going to work or I'm going to just try it and see if I'm successful or I'm going to hope that I get it done. You know, we've heard all these before, but you need to be the climber on the mountain that says, I am going to reach the summit. And if I don't reach the summit, they are going to have to pull my dead body off the side of the mountain because I am determined that I am going to complete the task. The summit represents the goal that you have because you have done the assessment like we mentioned already. You know what it's going to cost. You know the time it's going to take. You know the tools that are needed. So now all it needs right now is for you to put in your mind and make the decision that you are going to get the job done. Now, after you have created that frame of mind where you know you're going to get it done and you determined to get it done and there's no two ways about it, I want you to make this decision that you made, I want you to make the process of completing that decision easier. And how you're going to do that is you're going to place physical markers around you that will remind you of your objective. You are going to place little 
reminders, be it post-it notes, be it messages, be it pop-ups on your screen or on your computer, be it a little magnet on your fridge, a photo that you're going to take. I want you to put these things everywhere. And guess what, guys? I know some of you are very private. Some of you say, well, you know, Dr. Tudor, I don't really want to put everything out there because if I put everything out there, everybody's going to know my business. Well, fair point. Guess what? You can put up symbols that only you know what it means. And I think those are more fun because you can put a symbol up of a red ribbon with an L on it. Nobody knows what that means except you. You know what it means. And every time you see it, it's a secret message sending to your brain, to your mind, reinforcing that you are going to get the job done. You know, a trick that I use right now, I use it for years, and it's been fabulous. I use any particular message that I have to put in. I make sure it's something positive about myself. I put pictures of things around me of nature, but they have symbols in them that are meaningful to me. Now, someone else may look at that and get a different meaning, but for me, it means something. And you can do that too. Physical reminders. Make it easy for yourself, guys. Use the power of your subconscious to aid you along this process. And in later podcasts, we'll go into that in more detail. Because remember, it's called the art of living well daily. It's, it's your little touch, your little nuances on it that makes it so special. It's unique to you. Your version of living well may not be the same as your neighbor, may not be the same as your spouse, may not be the same as your brothers or your sisters or your parents, but it's your art of living well. It's your stamp of approval. And when you put these things in your life, you create an environment for success, helping you to move along and thus not falling prey to procrastination. Now, guys, I want you to sit down for this one. This one is big. This one is big. I know some of you have been using pen and paper and been writing down these notes. And and, and kudos to you. That's awesome. Because these are good things. And, and, and by using all of your means of learning, writing, listening, seeing, you know, you, you, you put it deep in your mind. And it, it, it's, it's going to impact you much better. But I want you guys to pause for a minute and listen to me. The number one killer of goals and dreams, my friend. Are you ready? I hope you guys have been enjoying this podcast as much as I have been enjoying listening to it and sharing it with you. Well, for now, that's it. We will have to continue this podcast at another date, given to the time constraints. Please, once again, I look forward to you joining us next time so we can continue this wonderfully important topic on how to overcome procrastination. Guys, I want you also to remember to reach out to us on Facebook at The Art of Living Well daily page. Also, you can reach us at our website www.artoflivingwelldaily.com. We're also on Instagram, Art of Living Well Daily, as well as on Twitter at Dr. Paul Tude at A-O-L-W-D, which stands for Art of Living Well Daily. But once again, thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to you joining us for part two of this wonderful series. Have a wonderful day, and take care.